this is going to be a huge impact for anyone who has a hard time getting people to say yes to a meeting or to actually getting them to say yes to a sale when you have to follow up with them in the first place. I think a lot of people out there talk about how to get someone to a meeting, um, how to get someone to start a conversation, how to get someone to uh, a sales call, whatever it might be, and then completely neglect the main thing that is the contributing factor to the majority of your sales being follow-up. And today I'm going to be chatting around uh, a couple of different levels of follow-up, I think. I'm going to be chatting around follow-up with people who you're trying to get booked in for a meeting. I'm going to chat around follow-up with people who you are, uh, who have asked you to follow up with them um, later on because they don't want a meeting right now. And I'm going to chat around people who want you to follow up with them um, in a couple of days after a sales call, whatever it might be, at the same time as well. And uh, all of this has come about because I think that follow-up has been a huge, huge huge uh, topic amongst our clients um, in predictable sales. It has been a huge topic internally with uh, us as a team to actually, firstly, obviously get people on the calls. Secondly, get people to actually take action to do something. And thirdly, uh, a sense of follow-up, an urgent sense of follow-up with our clients in order for us to, you know, manifest some quick results through the activity that we're doing. Manifest for the wrong word. I'm not saying like we're sitting here meditating around it. I'm just saying manifest as a way for things to, to show up, if that makes sense. And um, where I think this has first uh, triggered a response from me is there has been, we were reviewing our, our own sales numbers this past week, and there as an example, I think that um, we had made 18 offers for people to hop onto a call with us in this past week, with eight of those having been been accepted. And after reviewing the actual statistics um, and like reviewing the conversations and reviewing, reviewing everything else around it as well, what we identified was that there was probably six or seven more of those uh, people who we had made an offer to hop on a call with us. Um, who very likely would have been, like, they, they would have been on a call and booked in and probably on a sales call or already a client if we had had a huge sense of urgency behind the follow-up to get someone to book into a call in the first place. And I um, I had to chew some, uh, some, some, some sense into myself to understand, I guess, what it needs to take in order to actually train a sense of urgency in someone because I feel like it, it's it's really hard to actually um I personally believe it's it's really hard to to to, to speak about a sense of urgency right um to explain what I mean when I say this it uh it's extremely hard to explain the feeling of urgency if you've never experienced it yourself to illustrate specifically what I mean here if you see someone rushing to an appointment, you see someone rushing to hospital, whatever it might be, you can see them do it. But until you actually feel that internal sense of urgency yourself, you don't know what they're feeling or what they're going through, right? And you don't know what urgency is until your phone rings and they say your wife has just been in a huge car accident and you need to get to the hospital immediately. 
or your kid has just fallen off a, a roof and he's broken two of his arms and um, he's stuck there right now and he needs you to go and save him. Like, you don't know what a sense of urgency is until you get a call of some sort or maybe your, 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 your mother or father has just passed away, right? And the sense of urgency for you to, like, race to where that is is just, like, in, like it's unparalleled in how quick you would move to actually get to that person, result, whatever it is when you understand the internal feeling of a sense of urgency in the first place. I've also found that this is not something, for some reason, that many people take in their sales process. Why? What I've, what I've personally seen more so rather than not is the feeling of being annoying more than anything else. People don't want to come across as annoying. And... I, uh, I saw a great meme this week, which something said like that was <laughs> hard to explain without actually showing you that there'd be a picture of right, picture of a uh, picture on the left it was a meme and a picture on the right of just like, stick figures. Picture on the right said um, at the top like move across I can't see him and it's like everyone turning around to look at this dude in the middle of a crowd like they 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 they're doing their best to like look over other people to like criticize and you know make, make fun of. Um, and that's kind of like what I think people feel like when they feel like they're being pushy in the sales process or they're being annoying or whatever it might be because they feel like people are going to be telling their friends about how annoying this guy is or whatever it is. And it's like they're, they're, they're scrolling through their feet at night waiting to, to belittle someone when the reality is that the picture on the right side of this, uh, of this meme was like the reality of the situation is that most people are just scrolling on their own fucking phones and don't realize that you even exist, right? That's, that, that's the truth of the situation. And I was having a chat with a few people, including like m myself this week, because a sense, of urgency, a sense of urgency is such a huge thing. And um, when it comes to like your sales process, when you're thinking about where you should put the majority of your attention... Obviously, you want to be filling your funnel, right? Like, you, you, you want to be filling the, the pipeline up with new opportunities as often as possible because if you don't have new opportunities, it's going to be really hard for you to actually get um, any form of, 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 you know, new activity happening for sales for, for, you, for you to crush, right? But on a daily basis, I like to think about the way I spend most of my time in dealing with people who I would perceive to be the closest to a sale. So someone who I have a sales call with today, someone who I have a discovery call with that I can get to a sales call today, someone that I have made an offer to hop on a call with me that hasn't yet accepted or has accepted and we just need to actually lock them in or get them on a call being a discovery call, whatever it might be today as well, right? Like, these are the people that are the closest to the hole, if you want to call it, right? Like if you want to think of, 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 of golfing terms, the tee-off is where you put someone into the pipeline, like the first time you reach out and have a conversation with them. And um, when someone's on the green, right, like which might be your, your, your actual call structured process, like triage, triage offer all the way through to um, a sales call, right? Like they're on the green now. The closer to the hole, the more attention you give the person because you have a higher probability, higher probability of making a sale with that person because they are the closest to the hole. They have 
um, the highest understanding that you can solve their problems. They have the highest understanding that you can actually support them in the problems they're experiencing and have the highest understanding that you might have uh, the solution to their problems. So they're going so to be the highest, receive, uh, the, the highest ability to receive um, an understanding that you can help and get help from you. I just repeated myself in like eight different ways just there, but I'm not, I'm not fucking perfect. But what I've also noticed is that you can miss so many opportunities from not focusing on people who are the closest to the hole on the green by not following up with them quick enough and having a sense of urgency around it at the same time as well. We had uh, these other six, six or seven opportunities that I was mentioning before that um, we had had someone ask to come to a call and then they hadn't actually like responded or whatever it might be. They've seen the message or haven't opened it, whatever it is. And then we hadn't responded to them. And by definition of respond, I mean like we hadn't followed up and asked like, hey, does this time work or whatever it is um, for almost like four, five, six hours, whatever, whatever it might be. And for me, right, like that, that's genuinely unacceptable because if you have um, asked someone to, to come to a call with you, right, you, you genuinely have, in, in, in my personal belief, like you have such a short window for them to actually book in for that call and actually still have a sense of urgency behind getting that problem solved for them at the same time as well. Because think about it within your own respects, right? Like someone raises, raises your attention within their own, like within your own awareness of a problem. So you're, you're, you're now in problem awareness. But then you get distracted by, you know, uh, a text, you, might, you get distracted by some client work, you get distracted by, um, you know, so, something happening at home, you get distracted by going to the gym, you get distracted by TikTok, you get distracted by all this shit, right? And because you're so used to having that problem, the problem, like the, the awareness of it being a problem no longer actually becomes anywhere near as important for you. So when it's no longer anywhere near as important for you and the period of time between you asking someone to, or someone asking you to do something and then it happening for you lengthens in period, your desire to actually do anything about it decreases in like 10% increments by the moment, by the minute, by the 30-minute 30 30 block, by the hour, right? Every moment that goes past, your problem awareness decreases because you're so used to having that problem that it's just a part of your life now, right? Like, think about the person who uh, who looks at a 30-day gym challenge, right? Like, they want to lose some weight or whatever it is. And someone gets them into problem awareness, but then they uh, they have a bad day. Um, and someone didn't like take the leadership position and sign them up to doing that thing right now. And that person ends up um, going back to their normal habitual life because they're so used to having the problem of being overweight that their habits are formed to actually move towards eating a piece of fucking cake again as opposed to actually making a, a habitual change and fixing the problem because, you know, a lot of people can get used to living disabled, right? And um, I'm not saying that being overweight is a disability, but it is not the perfect life, if that makes sense, right? Like, it's not exactly what you want. Anything that isn't getting the problem solved that you want is living with a disability to some degree, in some way, shape, and form, and people are just used to it. Now, I personally believe that anyone that has raised problem awareness in a prospect and hasn't decided to actually take the full responsibility to take complete responsibility 
for getting that person to actually respond and get booked in for a call immediately is actually letting that person on the other end of the call live with the disability of the problem that they're experiencing at this point in time. And why that's a problem is because, number one, you have people that are on the green, and if you're complaining about actually not making enough sales, it's your responsibility to make sure the people that are on the green get into the fucking hole, right? And if you don't take that responsibility because you don't want to feel annoying or whatever it is, bro, that's on you, right? I'm okay to be a little bit annoying if it ends up that I ended up fixing someone's, like, sales disability, and if I can fix someone's problems they're experiencing and not let them live in a fucking shitty experience anymore, like, I'm seriously okay to do that. What I'm, no, what I'm not okay with is complaining that we aren't making enough sales and then leaving it to the actual prospect to take the responsibility of putting their hand up and saying, that, yo, yeah, cool, let's book him for the meeting, Right. When these people have been living with their sales disability or living with their lead disability or living with the disability that they have, the problem that you're, you, you, you've raised for them, they're aware of this problem now, right? They've been living with it, but that's, that's because they have habits formed that are actually keeping them where they are. And in order for you to make a conscious change with them, it's your responsibility to take the responsibility and take the leadership position and get them booked in, now that they're on the green, as quick as fucking possible. Not doing this is sabotage. It is sabotage of yourself, because you are saying, oh, I don't have enough sales coming through, when in actuality you're just fucking, like, you, you just need to pick the putter up and, like, put it into the fucking hole, right? Someone's already there, right? If you ask, if you ask someone to come to a call, like, sit there, and if they don't fucking, like, respond within 30 seconds... Yo, dude, does 2 p.m. work for you? And if they don't respond within 30 seconds, yo, dude, like, where are we at? Right? Like, think about it, um, again, using the, the, the golfing analogy, right? Think about it when you're on the green, right? Um, and you've got the putter out, but you're on, you, you're on hole 8 of 9 or hole 8 of fucking 18, right? And there's people waiting behind you, right? There are people waiting behind you. And they need you to hurry the fuck up and putt the ball into the hole so they can use the green, right? And if you don't do that, they're going to get pissed off with you. Now, in this context, right, you need to get the ball, the ball in the green because the person who you just made aware of their problem is actually waiting for you to putt the, hole, putt the ball into the fucking hole because they're begging for a change. But because of their habitual nature of, their, of, of, of the habits that they've formed they're not going to do anything about it themselves. So they need you to do something. And every moment where you aren't urgently doing something about this is pretty much one telling them that you don't care about that and you're just too scared to do anything about it because you don't want them to think badly of you, right? Like, they would probably end up, if, if, if they thought about it, they'd prob if they sat there and really thought about it, they'd probably think worse of you but not trying to do something about it, right? Like, I can't believe this guy got me problem aware and then did, didn't fucking do something about it. All you did was made me feel depressed about something that I knew was already a problem, made me feel worse about it, and they did nothing about it, right? Like, that's that's actually fucking gaslighting someone. That That's genuinely, like, hurting their fucking faith of life, right? And I don't think that's okay. I think that's actually a bit fucked up. And I think that's, like, completely your fault if if you don't think about how, what what part you played in that. And then there's your, 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 your language after that. It's like, oh, I don't have enough sales coming in. 
bullshit you don't. You're just not putting the fucking ball in the hole. They're right there. Do something about it. Fix the fucking problem. Ask them for money. These are my crazy thoughts anyway. I uh, I have a huge sense of urgency with this stuff. Like, if you're in my pipeline and um, you're, like, closer to the hole, right, like, you'll know that I don't go away. <laughs> like, I just don't, right? Because my, my, uh, my desire to ensure that you get your problem solved is bigger than my care factor for whether you fucking like me or not. And I want you to know that that's the truth, right? If I come across as... If you perceive that I come across as annoying, that's just you fighting to keep your limitations to some degree, right? That is you fighting to keep your limitations. And it's my responsibility to help you live limitlessly. So I am more than okay to be annoying in order for you to live limitlessly in the way that you said that you wanted to in the conversation that we had. So don't you dare try and put that shit back on me. I am on your fucking team. And this is the way that I want you to be thinking about this shit. The other thing here too is like the cost of delay, right? Sense of urgency. I uh, I also believe I fucked up a little bit on a sales call myself just recently. And, um, you know, I, th- I think I was excited. This was like a huge client. They did like a couple million a year already. And I was like, man, I, can't, I, I really want to work with these guys. And I don't think I wanted a sense of urgency enough with them on the actual sales call. Um, and, you know, I ended up like doing something I never fucking do. I sent a payment link, <laughs> um, which I never, ever, ever fucking do, right? Like normally I would do a, a, okay, can we do a deposit of some sort right now, right? But I think, like, I was, like, wowed that we're getting, like, people who are, like, crushing it, doing millions a year in the pipeline already right now. And I was just, like, cool, like, this is sick. And, like, let them sell me on, like, we'll just sort this out later, right? And um, I, I'm, I, I don't think we'll lose that sale, right? But, like, I don't think I did the right thing by them by allowing them to dictate how the next steps were going to go, right? Like, they are struggling based on the fact that they don't have a good account management structure in place. They have 340 clients, right? They have a terrible account management structure in place. They have a horrible fucking appointment setting system for their own team right now. And because of those two things, they have like $1.8 million sitting on the fucking table. They have team members who are trying to dictate, trying to dictate what the vision for the company should be. And they're actually like holding them hostage by saying, I want more fucking money Otherwise, I'm not going to do this shit, right? They're holding them hostage. They're not really actually all aligned to a vision. And the cost of them delaying getting started with us is the is is actually 60% of their clients defaulting and not paying them, which means that the cash flow issues are going to get higher while their team are actually looking to like hold their business at ransom and the activity at ransom. So think about this logic, right? 60% less money coming in, team holding their business at ransom for more money, and we can help these people, right? Like, we, we, we can fix those problems. We can get them out of that pain. And because I was excited, you know, like like the, the childish fucking person that I can be sometimes, I, I didn't take the leadership position and say, yo, like, can we just get started? Because, like, this is, the, like, not not for me, but, like, how many more minutes and days do you want to be living in a world where your company is actually being held hostage by your staff and losing 60% of revenue day on day? Right? Like, I, I definitely should have asked that question and followed up with that. Um, don't get me wrong. I do a follow-up plan in place with these guys. I'm going to be uh, sharing some insights around this too. 
Um, it's the weekends. I, uh, I, I do believe we should also work weekends and all sort of stuff as well, but I do think that um, that sells to us. And if it's not, I, I, I'm sitting here putting my hand up and saying, yo, you guys should definitely still fucking work with us. If you listen to this, we can fix that shit. <laughs> but, um, you know, I'll take, I'll, I'll take the L. I'll take the loss. I'll take the lesson if that's the case. But my lack of urgency behind that because of my excitement for the level of client that we wanted to work with us in this didn't allow me to be the leader in the situation and we might end up losing. And because, like, and, and because of our, my lack of leadership there, they might end up continuing being in a business that is being held hostage by staff who are losing 60% of their fucking revenue anyway. And these guys might go to business because of it. And because I didn't actually take the leadership position there, I, and my lack of urgency, I might actually not be able to help these people, right? And that, that's really bad. Like, I don't like that. I definitely will be raising this with these guys. Don't, don't get me wrong, right? But I'm just sharing this and illustrating another example of, like, why follow-up and, and urgency in that is so fucking important. My closing thoughts for you on this today, right, are, like, every moment that you don't choose to actually follow up people that are closer to the whole, right, I was uh, another um, example, right? Because, like, starting conversations is easier than doing the hard part of, like, closing people, right? Um, and I was chatting with our appointment center, and something that he was doing was, like, imagine going door knocking, right? Imagine going door knocking. And um, you, you're knocking on people's doors, and someone opens the door, and you're like, yo, 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 um, I'm just going to go knock on some more doors, right? But if you've ever done anything like that before, you realize, like, the second someone's opened open the door, like, you, you do what the fuck you can to get inside that door, right? You do everything you can to get inside that fucking door because you know you might not get another opportunity today to do something like that um, because of how fucking frustrating door knocking in itself can be, right? It's, it's definitely a numbers game, but the second that someone opens that door, like, the quicker you need to get the fuck inside it. And the analogy I kind of use is, like, the way in which he was operating was like people would open their door and he would go and knock on more doors because pipeline being filled is something we value, obviously, right? But pipeline being filled is something of value when we are still making sure that the doors that people open are being, like the people behind those doors are being spoken to, right? Because not only does the person, yet again, this is a sense of urgency, right? Because you've opened that door and that person now thinks you're fucking worthless, because you just wasted their fucking time if you don't actually manage that conversation right there on the spot, right? Because that person, like, like literally imagine this, right? Imagine you're walking and knocking on doors, and someone is, like, standing at their door, and they see you walking away, and like, yo, I'm here, right? But you're like, yeah, yeah, cool, I'll, I'll be back, I'm just going to knock, actually, you don't even say anything. You don't even say you're going to knock on more doors. You just go and knock on more doors. They'll be looking, you're going like, this, who is this motherfucker? And then, and then, they, and then you come back, right? And uh, you, 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 you knock on that door again, they're like, I fuck, like, are you serious? Like, I, I, I opened my door and you walked away from me, right? Like, what, what the fuck? Like, th it doesn't make sense. You need to knock on as many doors as you humanly can. And not only do you need to knock on as many doors as you humanly can, you need to sit with that person the second that they open that door and have that conversation with you. And just like you would with a door-knocking conversation, it's the same with someone in Messenger on, like, a fucking outbound dial, whatever the fuck it is, right? Like, you need to think about it in that context. Like, they, they, they are literally there, like, needing to speak to you 
um, at that time because that's where problem awareness is created. And you don't get that many opportunities per day, right? Like, and not focusing on someone who has responded and that close to the hole is pretty much like saying, yo, I don't really actually want to make money today. Like, it, 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 it's, it's, it just makes genuinely no sense. And when you think about it in that context, it's the same as what you guys are doing right now. So my deep desire for you guys is to have a huger sense of urgency around this because every time you guys don't do that, you guys don't get to have the ripple effect of helping that real estate agent get more fucking mothers, single mothers, a new house. Get more, um, like, roofs over a family that have been struggling for a long time. And maybe the kid in that room is actually um, going to end up being the next Elon Musk, right? And because he didn't have a roof, you end up fucking up this kid's whole experience of life because you didn't end up, like, creating that, that opportunity for these people because you were, like, digitally knocking on too many fucking people's doors and not focusing on the people that were the closest to the fucking hole on the green and just putting the fucking ball in, right? Man, I was just like eight analogies in one day. That was wild. That was so good. A sense of urgency is everything in sales, right? Remind people of the pain of their delays and make sure that there is urgency taken when you have raised a problem's awareness in someone's mind's, someone's mind's eye. If you don't take the responsibility of ensuring that problem gets solved by for these people, you've actually just made their life 10 times worse because you've just reminded them about it. And that's totally on you. Please share this with anyone who you think needs a bit of a follow-up tune-up. If you could do me a huge favor and share this with three people, I would be so wildly appreciative. You know this is a good message and people need to hear this shit. I want you guys to live truly limitlessly and the only way to do so is to make sure that the ripple effect from this podcast goes as far and wide as it fucking can. I desire to help you and every single person you are willing to send my way to help at the same time too. And I'm, I'm sharing this with, with you right now too because I have a sense of urgency around making sure that you guys actually share this because if you guys enjoyed this, you have a responsibility to the bigger element of humanity and the people who are just like us, the fucking misfits who listen to my fucking crazy thoughts. We have uh, a responsibility to get more people enrolled into thoughts like this. And you're doing everyone a disservice by not sharing this with someone. And I, uh, I'm looking forward to hearing how this helped you guys out. Speak to you guys soon, all right? Live limitlessly, and I'll speak to you guys soon. Peace.